This is Daniel Kilburn here. And today, well actually February, is National Parent Leadership Month. That's right, parent leadership. My God, what's all that about? A parent being a leader, I love the idea. As a leader and a parent, I gravitate toward it. Now, having a whole month for parent leadership is kind of a cool thing because it gives us parents an opportunity to recognize and celebrate our accomplishments. And it gives us an opportunity to also look into some of the involvement and things that we can do to positively impact the lives of our children. Now, you know, no, you don't. My kids are full grown now, they're adults. They're still my little kids, they're still my little girls. They always will be. And as you might know, that it's, it's my vision to protect all of our children from the emergencies and disasters that will come into their lives and they're coming. And my mission is to prepare the family so they can protect themselves. So during National Parent Leadership Month, parents are encouraged to participate in events and activities that will promote their leadership skills. I love it. That's right, let's do something to promote our leadership. So one key way that parents can become better leaders is simply by staying informed. Learn about some of the newest developments in education, child development, um, staying up to date with the latest research and best practices in parenting, and constantly engaging in ongoing professional development opportunities. That's right, let's get developed here, folks. Now, I do this stuff all the time. I'm taking courses all the time. I'm reading books. Oh, where's my new book? I don't have it with me right now. What's it called? Uh, it's written by Kendra Hall. It's about writing your own story about changing a life. I love it. So anyway, let's get back to what I'm talking about here. So as a parent, we're the leaders. And as the leader of the family, it's our responsibility to take these little ones we got because they're gonna grow up and they're gonna become the leaders. And it's our responsibility to give them all the opportunities we can possibly give them to grow up, be a productive, happy person. Now that doesn't mean be good for society and it doesn't mean have a good job. We want our children happy. I understand that and I know that. But if you all understand in the, uh, like the Constitution, we have the right to pursue happiness. There is no constitutional right to being happy. So the only way we're gonna get happiness going on here is if we do it within ourselves. All right, so we should. So let's think about some things that we can do. There are opportunities. Now within your community, you know, if you're looking for some sort of assistance, there's a wealth of opportunities as far as our parent groupings. Um, you can, you know, with Zoom now, you can go online and talk to people from all over the country. There's, uh, if you have children in school, there's a thing called the PTA. There's probably some other sort of or form of parent association within your community that like-minded fathers and mothers and parents together can come together to pick up some information that can make them better leaders. So there's a lot of ways to do this. You know, you can attend workshops, you can go to seminars, you can go to online courses, webinars. There's a lot of ways to do things out there. And I've got one for you, I'll get to in just a minute here, and it's free. So what happens here is when we take the opportunity to upgrade our leadership skills, we're also demonstrating to our children that we are doing something to better ourselves and ideally it will help better them. Now our children, they learn by watching us. They don't learn by what we tell them. Well, yeah, they learn things from what we tell them, but more often than not, what we do informs our children. 
the way we act and what we do educate our children. So if we're just sitting on a game all day long playing Pong or whatever it is you're playing, and that's what your child thinks they need to do. If you're reading books, your child thinks they need to read books. Uh -huh. If you're learning something, maybe your child might not be so remiss about going to school. Learning could be an educational and a fun thing. So a couple things to keep in mind. If you're looking at trying to upgrade your skills, there's all sorts of assistance out there. There's places to find help. You know, there's a lot you can go to. Well, let's put it this way. Whoever you go to, make sure they're going to be a help and not a hindrance. And I say this because we are all raised by somebody and not always was that input positive to us. And that's what we're spilling back on our children now. So let me, let me tell you a little something I didn't tell you before. A lot of you don't know this, but I didn't have a father. I grew up without one. So I had no idea what it was like to be a dad. When my ex-wife told me that my oldest daughter, Ciara, that she was pregnant, this was like six months into the marriage. And already I was ready to pull that chain there. I was ready to get out of this. I saw the writing on the wall, but, oh, she's pregnant. What am I gonna do? Well, I had no idea what to do. I didn't know what it was like to be a dad because I never had one. But here's what I did know. I knew exactly what it was like not to have a dad. I was not gonna do that to my child. So I hung out around for a few years and the upside, I ultimately took custody. I got my daughter, my youngest daughter, I took custody of them and I raised them as a single father in the military. And there's lots to be said about that. I wasn't there to take care of them. I wasn't there to see them do things. I was remiss in being able to engage with them and lead them properly because I wasn't always there. I was letting them raise themselves, so that wasn't good. So if you need some help or assistance, there's organizations and people out there that are more than willing to help you. Be sure and be aware and be cognizant of not asking for help or assistance from somebody or something that might not benefit you based on your own personal experience or outcomes that you see within your community. So keep in mind, as a parent and parenting, as a teacher, our actions are what teach our children more than anything else. Now there's plenty of parenting advice out there, but we remember that each child has their own unique path in life. What might be good for this child might not be good for this one, okay? There's no one size fits all. Um, there's plenty of um, leadership manuals or parenting manuals out there, but our children are not an Ikea bookcase that we're gonna start stowing someone else's books into and filling their heads up with stuff. It's up to us to learn a way to deal with our children, love our children, support our children in the way they need to be supported. So one way to get started on that is if uh, this month is Digital Distraction Month. That's right, I'm doing, doing uh, stuff on digital distractions and you know exactly what I'm talking about, I'm sure. So down here in the, uh, somewhere, there's a link down there to sign up for the free digital distraction workshop. You're going to get in an email what I call the seven sins of the digitally distracted. That's right, seven sins of the digitally distracted. Download that book, read it, check it out. You're going to idealize some things that might be happening in your life. Look at a couple ways that they can be fixed and corrected. So until next time, this is Daniel. I want you to stay informed and stay safe. Y'all be good. I'm out of here.